Hey, she got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks. Welcome, 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 all my doodadders, future fathers, potential parents, and everyone else tuning in. This is Dad Hard with a podcast. And as always, I am your host, Mo Green. And if it's your first time listening, I am just a dad that's talking to other dads to help all of us be the best dads that we can possibly be. It is episode 55. Five of Dad Hard with a podcast, aka the Dakimbe Matumbo episode, and it is so perfect that this week is episode fifty-five because COVID just did a Dakimbe Matumbo to Thanksgiving and said, "No, no, no! Don't bring that stuff in here. We're getting blocked. I'm sending that shit back. Don't you think you're going to see your family, your friends, getting on an airplane, traveling nowhere?" So it is perfect that this is going to be the Dikembe Mutombo episode, episode 55. On this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast, we are talking all things daycare. And yes, that includes your kid bringing home colds, which inevitably get you sick, which is what I think I had last week. Um, but we are diving into all things daycare. My daughter has been back for the last three weeks and it is the best decision that my wife and I ever made. I cannot stress to you enough how awesome daycare is for child development and just the happiness of your of your kid. I just, it's like I have an entirely new child. Being almost a year and a half, she is such a higher level of appreciation for it and it is literally the best thing that we could ever have done for her uh so i'm gonna dive into all of those kind of reasons why it's the best thing that we could have ever done for her um and that's what we're gonna jump into this week we are also going to talk i mean i can't i can't go this week's episode without talking about the COVID Thanksgiving and what that's going to look like uh, because it's already shaping up to be a weird fucking holiday and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that and how that might affect our kids you know especially uh, ones like my daughter that are very young that this is going to be her first real Thanksgiving where she knows that something is going on and it's going to be done via Zoom it's fucking terrible uh you know, so we're going to talk about that daycare, COVID, Thanksgiving, and the, the life that we live as parents. But first, this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Brighton Smile. Yes, the number one LED teeth whitening technology out there. Get whiter teeth in just 10 minutes. And if you use the promo code dad hard when you go to brightensmile.com that's b r y t n smile.com and use the promo code dad hard you get 25% off your purchase but a matter of fact it's about to be black friday so you're actually going to get 50% off any purchase made on brightensmile.com that's b r y t n smile.com and use the promo code dad 
hard and get a wider smile today. It is week 70 of dadding hard for me. Uh, my daughter is almost 16 months. Jesus Christ, she's almost a year and a half. God damn, this time goes fast. Um, but yeah, she's 16 months old now. And about three weeks ago, we decided to send her back to daycare because we needed help. Honest, honest to God, we needed help. You know, two working parents at home all the time and it just becomes madness and it becomes so difficult to operate in daily life because it's like, who gets a break? Nobody ever gets a break between the two, the two of you. If you're both working from home and taking care of a kid, there's no breaks to be had. I am with my daughter and then when I'm not with my daughter, I am on the clock working and there's no in between. Meanwhile, my wife's working full time. You know, there's no off the clock for her period, which means, you know, it's just that much harder for her to get in line and focus because our, our daughter is in the house running around laughing, wanting to watch this, wanting to read that, yelling, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, oh, play with this spatula. It was, it's very, very, very difficult to operate like that. So, we had to to do something and and the best thing that we found was to send her back to daycare she had been there before she had enjoyed it but i think she was a little bit too young to enjoy it that first time you know when when we sent her around 6 months she was a little bit too young she couldn't really crawl yet she definitely couldn't talk she wasn't saying any words you know she would kind of just like look at you with a blank stare maybe she would laugh if like something made her happy you know but she wasn't really doing much now she's walking she's talking she likes things she wants to play with things she knows what things are that she's playing with she can actually do things and the appreciation that she has every day for going to daycare is so much higher and in just three weeks she is already developing at such a crazy 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 increased rate than when she was at home now she was developing great at home you know what i mean me and my wife we interact with her all the time which is super important for development of kids especially very young kids but it's so much different when they get to be around kids and the way that that shapes their development and increases their development right she went to daycare three weeks ago just saying words right she could say words she could say individual words she could point at things that she wanted she could make a noise when she really wanted something but didn't know the word for it she comes back from daycare a, a week later, you know, after she's been there for a week. We didn't just send her there for a week for like like summer camp type thing, you know. But like she, after being there for a week, she comes back and she's able to actually speak in sentences. Now, are they fully coherent sentences? No! Then she would really just be a freaking genius and I should try to get her on track to be at Harvard tomorrow. But she is actually communicating at length instead of in just one word, you know, statements. She's, and I don't even know if that makes sense, but just instead of one word statements, she's developing her thoughts. And communicating these full thoughts, they're not always completely coherent. They're not always completely all English words, but they are clear, full thoughts 
of what she wants that at least sound like the full English word of what she would be asking for, right? She's, you know, if she wants something, she's now saying, you know, can I have, can I have, you know, instead like, can I have, or, you know, my least favorite is that she says, gimme, you know, so, gimme, 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 you know, she, she's starting to understand how to actually ask for things, how to create these statements, how to develop these full thoughts, how to put things together to make those full thoughts, um, and again, a lot of it is babbling. You know, she also just babbles nonstop now, which she didn't do before going to daycare. It's almost as if she's just hearing so many people talk and there is an older girl there that is about like two and a half, three years old that my daughter is now like best friends with. They Every video we get from the daycare it's with my daughter and this older girl uh, just hanging out, playing, running around together. And it seems like she's just learning so much from this older girl, right? Uh, and and you can see the girl's like taking her under her wing and like showing her these things, reading books with her and stuff like that. And she's learning from these other kids, uh, you know, or this other kid in particular, Um and it is just so phenomenal to see because kids tend to pick up things quicker as far as development when they're seeing it and they're around other kids doing more advanced things. So you hear all the time, you know, parents, I'm sure you know this very well, but like you'll hear all the time that like, oh yeah, one day my daughter just started walking. And you say, well, does she have a sibling? She's like, yeah, she has an older sister. He's five years old. And said, boom, there you go. All of a sudden, sub one years old, your your daughter starts walking because they see their sister, their sibling do it all the time. You hear the same thing about talking and about saying words. They hear and see other kids doing it. So it's, I don't know if it's necessarily scientifically easier for them to pick up on other kids doing things as opposed to adults, but like it happens that way. And you, you really, really, really hear it all the time that kids just develop so much faster when they're around other kids. Um, and for that reason, I will swear by daycare for the rest of my life. Every kid that I have, every every parent that I ever talk to that's behind me in the process asking the, the, the difference between daycare and nanny, I am going to tell you 100% my vote is for daycare because you just pick up things and they develop at a faster rate. And on top of that, they learn how to socialize. They learn how to be around other kids, be around other people, how to interact. You know, the, the biggest thing that I was always worried about with my daughter being at home constantly is that she didn't have anybody to play with and therefore she would not really understand the concept of sharing. And at this point in time, listen, she's only 
16 months. So like this is this may not even mean anything and it may not have like a drastic long lasting effect on her overall development as a person. You know, I'm talking about sharing and she's 16 months 16 months old, but bear with me for a second. Um I was worried that she was not going to understand this concept of sharing because every time, you know, we would see another kid, you know, if a family friend or 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 a mom, dad, friend, whatever, and she would be around another kid and the kid would be playing with something, she would just go over to him or her and take whatever that kid was playing with. And the other parent, I always felt bad because the other parent would be like, be like, oh, you know, Steven, share that with with Aurora. You know, you can share that. But the kid would be so upset. My daughter would just go over there, take whatever it was and start playing with it like it was hers. And the other parent would get upset at their kid because their kid wasn't sharing. And really, in my mind, you know, that's not the right thing for her to do. And I kept trying to to to, to put that across to her. Um, and, and she just didn't get it. Now she goes to daycare. She's not doing that anymore. She actually is now giving others. She'll see another kid and that, that we're that we're with again, family friend, mom friend, whatever, and she'll actually give what she's playing with or try to give what she's playing with to the other child and let them play with it. And they'll actually play and interact together. And I personally think that she's learning that from daycare because she now has to be around other kids. Now, I, I, I'm sure that that the, the, the assistants there and then the teachers at daycare are also kind of facilitating that as well. So big shout out to them as well. But, um, you know, they're a, a bunch of kids in the same space and they have to be able to share the limited amount of things that are available to all of them together. And I think that my daughter is learning that. And I think that she's understanding that in the past, you would be around another child and they're like parallel playing. She's now trying to actively play with other kids she wants to be around them she wants to actually actively interact with them she wants to actively interact with my wife and I right she wants to play with us she wants us to join her in her make-believe tea party or you know in her this insane pink princess tent filled with stuffed animals that we have for her don't ask me why we have it but it's insane uh she wants us to be in there with her she wants us to play kitchen with her and she wants to play kitchen with us she thinks that when we're in now the kitchen cooking that that's the same thing as her being in her toy kitchen you know play cooking right but so she wants to be interacted with and she wants to interact with whatever we're doing and it's um it's really interesting to see that because that was not always or necessarily the case before we sent her to daycare. And I may be giving way too much credit to daycare. I may be giving not enough credit to daycare. Uh, but one way or the other, there is some semblance of cohesion going on here. Uh, and, and it's definitely helping her to develop and become social and be interactive. Um, and with her communication specifically, it really is helping 
tenfold with her communication specifically. It, it, the the way that she's communicating now is so much different than what she was doing three weeks ago. And like I said, I may be giving too much props to daycare because that may just be general development and evolution of her mind. But I am going to attribute it to them because it wasn't altering at all you know it wasn't really moving in this direction when she was just at home with us um maybe we're doing something wrong but um but but i will swear by daycare she loves it um but there are some downfalls to it right uh and we were spoiled you know as parents of of a young of a young daughter that we were able to spend so much time with her for so long yes it was hard yes it was difficult Yes, it was a major relief when she went to daycare and we didn't have to be the sole, you know, watchers for her. You know what I mean? Uh, Anymore. It's a huge relief. But it sucks. It's sad. I don't get to see this development in her anymore. I don't get to now know where she picks up these little intricacies that are new that she's doing, right? Why all of a sudden now is she wanting to pick up books and sit on her little chair and read them herself? Now, she doesn't read, but she will sit there and she will go through her books now by herself. And that was always something that like I tried and my wife tried to get her to do and she just didn't have the attention span for it. So it sucks when you see that there you're missing all this development and the reasons why um, because you've been so used to seeing them 24-7 in this pandemic lockdown situation that we're in. So that sucks. The other part of it that that's bad is like I mentioned at the top you know, they're around other kids, which means they're around germs, a lot of them, and they're going to get cold, sniffles, sore throats, cough, sneezes, whatever it is. And that means that you're going to get germs and coughs and sneezes and sniffles and all that stuff as well. I was a massive victim of it last week, hence no episode of the podcast last week. Um, and, you know, in these times specifically, it's super fucking scary when they are coughing, they have a raspy voice, they have a stuffy nose, a runny nose. You're obviously thinking the worst, like, do they have fucking COVID? And it is it's a scary situation to be in not and it sucks obviously when you get sick but but given the pandemic that we're living in um and covid being so rampant and cases going up right now as we speak on you know November 24th right before Thanksgiving of 2020 uh cases are going up so you're thinking the worst and that is a difficult thing to come to a realization with also about being in daycare in this amount of time. Are they taking the proper precautions? How often are the teachers and assistants getting getting tested? How often are the other kids who's has parents, like other kids' parents, how often are they getting tested? Are they getting tested? Where do they work? Are they essential workers? Are they commuting to an office? You know, are they in contact with people who could potentially have the virus that be giving to them, that they're giving to their kid, that's then giving to their daughter, that's then giving to me and my wife, who's then giving to our parents or brothers or whoever? You know, it's a very scary thing 
to to think about also and that's the other downfall of having her in daycare right now it is extremely beneficial for her but the fear is always there and it's now been a constant conversation between me and my wife we sent her back to daycare about three weeks ago and for three weeks we've been having the conversation you know should we pull her is it safe You know, are they doing their due diligence to make sure that it is a safe, clean, sterile, uh, sanitized situation? You know, you have to think that they are, you know, but one day we come in and uh, to pick up my daughter, my wife went to pick up my daughter and the lead assistant wasn't wearing a mask when she gave my daughter. She's like, oh my God, she went back inside, grabbed the mask, put it on. You know, how often are they doing it? You know, it's just such crazy times that we're living in and that transitions into everything that we do with our kids and even seeing how incredible the experience has been to her she has friends she talks about her friends now you know what i mean she mentions her friends she knows that she's going to daycare she's so happy to go there she sees the building and lights up you know you mention one of her friends names and she just is yelling that name for hours on end you know she's so happy to go there And it's really helping her development and helping to shape her as a person or the person that she is right now, I guess, you know, but it's scary to think about and it's, and it's sucks to think about scary to think about all of the potential risk given what we're living in and sucks to think about that you're not there with her anymore. It's the kind of the first time you get separation anxiety as a parent uh, because you just don't have any control over that anymore, what she's doing on a day-to-day basis. Um, now, part of that separation anxiety for us is specifically given the COVID situation we're living in um, because we've been with her for so long, but still, it's there. Um, but I... I'm fully behind daycare. So anybody listening, if you're thinking daycare, nanny, what should you do? You need some relief in these COVID times. Go fucking daycare. As long as it's safe and you can trust them and you do get a breakdown of at least what they say they're they're doing to stay safe and keep a healthy environment. You know, for us, there's only four other kids there besides my daughter, two of which are uh, children of the owners of the daycare, you know, so, uh, we are, we're, you know, confident that they're doing their due diligence to, to keep everything safe as possible, but you never know because you never know when a runny nose, like I said, can actually be something bigger. And especially now being Thanksgiving, this is the exact reason why this Thanksgiving is insane and it's the other thing that I want to talk about this week because you know for our kids if you have big families my wife is a big family it's the one time a year that everybody gets together every single person in her family they come in from Texas and from Jersey and us from New York and Maryland and they come from everywhere where the family is And they look forward. It's the one time a year that every single person in their family gets together. All the cousins, all the cousins' kids, you know. Um, And when my daughter 
did her first Thanksgiving last year. You know, she was a little baby. She didn't know what was going on. She was like, people were just passing her around and wanting to touch her and play with her and poke her and prod her. And, you know, she didn't know what was going on. She couldn't move. She had to be carried. She was sleeping half the time. We were so excited for this to be her first actual Thanksgiving. She can walk. She can talk. She's going to, like, be around all of her younger cousins. They're still all much older, but she can hang with that, at least she can run around, she can follow them, she can play, she can do, you know, art projects. A lot of a lot of my wife's cousins' uh, kids are like into art, and and she she can do all of that. You know, she can be around other kids and really enjoy the family and enjoy the holiday. And now it's just kind of gonna be another day for her. And I've never been a big holiday guy. Never been a big holiday guy. Never, ever, ever. Never big Thanksgiving guy. We were never super big on Thanksgiving. You know, sometimes we would go to my aunts in Boston and do like a, a seafood Thanksgiving. That was what our Thanksgiving was. But for us, it was watching football. You know, you watch. And Christmas is, yes, full day of the NBA. You know what I mean? That's what holidays were for, for, for me growing up for the most part. I was never a big holiday guy. But now when you have a kid... You want to give that full experience to your children, to your children, to your child, um, and it it sucks that she. This is going to be. This was supposed to be like her first real holiday, and her first real time around the entire family, and it's not going to happen. Um, and or not that's not going to happen. It's now going to have to happen on fucking Zoom. You know, we're doing a freaking Zoom Thanksgiving. Uh, and it's just wild. Uh, so it's a sad thing to see. And with that said, I don't want to be too much of a downer on these COVID holidays that we're living through right now. Uh, I just wanted to, I just feel bad for, for all the kids out there that are really experiencing their first or first couple of Thanksgivings and aren't going to be able to do that live and in living color. If you are celebrating live in the living color all power to you do your goddamn thing let your kids enjoy it to the maximum capacity um you know we'll be doing it on zoom so we'll and we'll take it from there hopefully that does not become commonplace and how my daughter associates thanksgiving in the future uh and how kids associate holidays in the future etc uh and with that said Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, on next week's show, we have our actual Thanksgiving show. Last year, I uh, brought in my wife's family from Thanksgiving table to to do a, a group chat. We have another group chat for this year's Thanksgiving episode, but it's not going to be my wife's family. It is a very, very, very special episode that I am super excited about. And so y'all should get super excited about it also. Uh, we have some former guests. We have some people that have never been guests. It's going to be a group. It's going to be great. It's all taking advantage of Zoom. It's fantastic. Uh, so definitely check in on that. But for now, that's all for us. Same dad hard time. Same dad hard place. We're out. Haze. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze.
remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Didn't care about nothing, baby. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. I'm talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking.